Uh, welcome back to the Funny Books and Firewater podcast. We're a drinking podcast with a comic book problem. Shake the shit out of it. I was like, don't even. I am not. Do not make me pull Brian. I will end this fucking meeting and we will all go read it. We will turn this meeting around right now and go home. Um, I love that that's now called pulling a Brian of reading the wrong fucking book entirely. I feel like you do it the most twice. out of everybody. Yeah. Only since we've relaunched, but uh, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, dropping a fucked up joke that doesn't make any sense is called call it playing an atom. So, I mean, that, yeah, sure. that's my thing. So Making us all re- read something very strange that doesn't make any sense except for it to one person is called being, doing a Todd. <laughs> it's bonkers and awesome. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. So anyway, later you were saying um, battle plug. No, it's not battle plug. Don't do it. <laughs> uh, I so when I was flying back from Connecticut, I I had downloaded the DC Pride and um, all the the dog ones from last time, and then the the science dog because I wanted to make sure that I had everything. So if I was like bored on the plane, I had something to read, and I didn't read it until today. It was fucking fast. Yeah, and my father, I was talking to him today because of something else, and um, he, I was like, "Yeah, I got to read this book for." I, I'm like, "I have to finish this book for recording tonight." He goes, "Oh, what's the book?" And I tell him, and he like he does with everything. He's sitting in front of his computer and he googles it. And he goes, "It looks like a Scotty mixed with Cable from X Men." And I was yeah. like, you "No, know, that's actually that's not bad. That's about it. Accurate. Yeah." <laughs> and that's just from the picture. I was like, yeah. Pop, I think you actually described the book as best as I possibly could. Mm. <laughs> it is a Scotty version of Cable. Cable. Yeah. So yeah, yeah which I thought that was funny. Makes sense to me because uh, my growing up uh, in the first house I lived in, uh, our neighbors, like our back door, or backyard sharing neighbors, had like a little Scotty dog. It was the yippiest thing. And as a small child, that thing scared the shit out of me. Like I was terrified of that dog. Uh, to this day, I still see a Scotty dog, and I'm a little nervous about it, which is really bizarre. Yeah, go figure. Um, anyway, hey, welcome to another episode of the Funny Books and Firewater Podcast. We are in week two of our Dogs Days of Summer comic palooza. Um, I tried. I tried to do that intro while like get, doing eye contact with someone. I just tried to do it. It, it was just a disaster. Uh, so what is you've wrong lost with you? All social skills. <laughs> I do lack all social skills. I said you lost them. I don't see you. <laughs> I'm giving you a little bit. You had them once and now they're gone. They're now gone. Uh, Okay, well, (laughs) for the festival of uh, social skills, we have Mr. Adam. Hey, I'm stupidly tired. It was a long day at work today. I'll tell you after class. Okay, we have Ms. Lena. What up? Uh, We have Mr. Todd. I'm here. We have special guest, Ms. Ellen. Hello. And we have me. Uh, It's me. Oh, you are? And our guest dog here is Prim. Um, We tried getting her to read the book. She might put her on camera. Hey, Prim. She's so cute. Cute. I just can't get over her. She's here to talk about dogs. Yes. I tried to get her to read the science dog book, and every time I said dog, she got excited, but would not look at the pictures. Yeah. <laughs> she's intimidated. I bet she got mom. excited. Oh, if she read Rover Red Charlie, she'd get excited a lot. We deliberately did not let her read that, Todd. We censored that from her because she's she is a not old girl. enough. She's a good what? girl, and we're not going to ruin her. I'm a dog. I'm a dog. I'm a dog. The trauma of of that book. Yeah. On yeah. anyone, not just a dog. Trauma. I mean, oh, not had trauma. Come in a on. Don't let, don't let her watch Benji. 
now. Uh, so anyway, so yes, we are reading Science Dog, in case you haven't caught that from the conversation. And uh, I realized that uh, we will review this book on its own, but it definitely has helped if you have other knowledge, which we will get into later. Uh, but uh, we'll start out with Mr. Adam. What is our cocktail for this week? Uh, yes, our cocktail for the drink is called Turn Back Time. And I was looking for something kind of sciencey and fun to go with this. So before you do anything, you have to make blue magic ice. What you do is you got to find butterfly pea flowers. You're going to take a handful of those. You're going to steep them in two cups of hot water. It says three or four minutes as long as you want. It turns it all nice and blue. You strain the water into an ice cube tray. And when it's frozen, then you may make your drink. So the way you do this is you fill the mug with crushed ice. You top with the blue magic ice. You add one shot of vodka, one ounce of, one ounce of lime juice, and three ounces of ginger beer. And then you stir it. Now what happens is the butterfly pea flowers are actually like litmus paper. So when they come in contact with an acid, they turn red. So when you add, it's all blue on top. When you add the vodka, it makes the drink turn blue. And when you put the lime juice in, it turns red and mixes with the blue to turn purple. So you've got kind of like oh. a multi-layered, cool-looking little drink. Now, as far as butterfly pea flowers were to find them, they are uh, robust in Southern Asia, like Southeast Asia. So I don't know where you'd find them here. Maybe at a uh, you'd Amazon. You'd find them at an Asian mart. Asian market, yeah, or something yeah. like that. So, uh, but yeah, no, I just look on cool. Ellen's faces. We're gonna have to go find that because she's. Super it's fucking excited really about the cool. Idea. It's adorable. really, it's really, really cool. So yeah, yeah, you can find them at any Asian market or like H Mart or whatever. Or that, that yeah. those kind of places. So I, I, so I really want to try it, and I think it was just, it seemed like something kind of cool. So that was a very unique drink. We don't do too many of those, except for when we did the holy water one. So. Oh, it's true. Uh, and Ellen is super excited about that. So that's definitely one I have a feeling we're going to be making here. Mm-hmm. Um, I expect yay. pictures. Oh, absolutely. What about yeah. person maybe a video. Um, cool. Uh, let's see. Uh, so uh, drinking games for this. Uh, well, okay. Do I need to preview this book or do we drink, do drinking games? Basically, this book is about a dog who, through the magic of science, gets uh, his genetic code gets, no, that's not even the best way to describe it. He basically evolves a hundred years in the future, so he basically becomes a big, strong, one hundred years. Dog. Was it a million? What is it? It was ten thousand. It's ten thousand. I literally just read this book before we recorded. So yeah, okay. So it's like that's 10, how 000. fast it is to read. Yeah, it is <laughs> truly. It's it's sixty four pages. It's two issues. Um, so he gets. You want DC you know, Pride to feel long? Read this book. Mm. I know, right? So, uh, so then, and it basically becomes a, a superhero because that's what you do when you are a, a dog and you have super special skills. And then his um, nemesis is the dude who was the researcher who was exposed at the same time he was and became yes. this uh-huh. telekinetic super villain genius dude. Yes, because that's what you do when you're smarter than everyone else. You become a super gene. You become a villain. Yeah. And I'm still waiting for Elon Musk. You know, he's, he's going to turn to Lex Luthor. He's on his way. He's on his um, way. Yes. <laughs> Anyway, uh, so for drinking games, we will start with uh, Mr. Todd. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. (laughs) Every time they're doing a comic book trope, but they're so blatant about it, go ahead and take a drink. Okay. Uh, Lena. Backstory. (laughs) Um, That's the whole book. (laughs) So I I say this is, well, it's not the whole book, but it's it's a good portion of it. And I say that because they tell a story and then they go backwards and then they, and then they, go forwards and they go backwards again and just small sips small sips I almost called mine exposition dump. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Mr. Adam. Uh, so I'm actually surprised no one took this one. It's called the humble brag. Every time science dog's like, oh, well, I could have done this faster, except, you know, 
blah, 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 because I'm so smart and like, oh, it's easier this time because I didn't have the tools last time. Okay. Do you have one? I do. Go first. Okay. Uh, Mine is going to be called Like Cher or Madonna. Every time they refer to Science Dog as just science, um, (laughs) take a drink. That one probably small sips as well. Um, Oh, man. Mine is uh, every time he turns up naked, because that happens a couple of times. Yeah. He's just good naked boy. Because I say that to my dog when we take off her collar. I'm like, oh, you're naked. So every time he was naked in the the book, I was like, oh, you're naked. (laughs) So drink every time he just, like, turns up randomly dog naked. And it's weird. I mean, at least he has an excuse. I just do it. So, you know. Yeah, it's true. I'm not saying it's wrong. It's just weird because he's covered in fur. And you're like, this shouldn't feel like you're naked. But you're furry and naked. Yeah. I mean, that's me, so. <laughs> my, my backup one was going to be uh, turn back, uh, if I could turn back time, so kind of with the share thing. Aww. So yeah, every single it. time that they go back in time or time is mentioned. Yeah. But I kind of, yeah. my drink was named that, so I couldn't really do it. Gotcha. Uh, cool. Well, Ellen, since you are our guest today, would you like to start out with, uh, what, what were your thoughts on this book? It was really fast. Yeah. I read it today, because um, Brian likes to do this thing where he goes, here's the comic. Do you want to read it? We're recording in like two hours. <laughs> um, so he napped, and I read it. Um, I liked it. I mean, it, it feels like it feels like a comic book, you mm-hmm. know? It like feels like exactly what you would want a superhero comic book to be about. I also was lost in why he he was fighting certain people a lot, mm-hmm. um, which I feel like is pretty normal with superhero comic books, which is why I don't read them very often. Because mm-hmm. um, I'm like, who is this person and why are they angry at them? And oh, you would have just starts like, out on a fight. hated the DC Pride then. Because <laughs> there were some none of us knew, even the <laughs> <Yeah>. DCs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so it felt like, I don't know, it felt like a superhero. I'm slightly weirded out by the dog. Mm-hmm. He's a little too buff for me mm-hmm. with the Scotty dog face, but. Um, um, but I, I like him all the same. I mean, at the least Scott he's not a, face, Go ahead. Oh, I was say, at least he's not an underage boy with a bulge. So that is true. Yes, that, th- those were different books. Uh, it was a different time months <laughs> months ago in the way way back. Uh, cool. Um, so I'm going to throw in. There is some interesting details here that I'm sure will help enlighten some things for Lena. Um, so this comic book is sort of super meta in a weird way. Uh, oh, I looked it up. Oh, okay. Yeah. So basically, yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, in the comic book Invincible, when you start out that series, uh, the main character of Mark, he is a big comic book fan, and this is the most popular comic book in their world. And in fact, this book is also written by Robert Kirkman and illustrated by Cory Walker, who did the first bit of Invincible, uh, which was then taken over by our uh, dear friend, uh, Mr. Oh, fuck. Ryan Otley. Ryan Otley. Thank you, Todd. Um, who lives... He's talking to neighbor. Yeah, I think I live within like three miles of the guy. Yeah, he, he nice. lives... Yeah. And very nice. He has no I'm, idea who I am. Yeah, no. <laughs> no he, 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 he listens to the podcast, and now he's all excited because he's like, oh, I'm next to Todd. Yeah. Go hang out sure. and, like, and, and smoke that weird butthole thing I sent you. <laughs> what? Oh, the meat. Okay, yes. yes. Um, anyway. So, uh... That was about to get really weird. Um, but yeah, I, I didn't know... <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that this was connected to another comic book. So I was like, this was fun, but I don't understand what I'm reading. I was like, it was it was a lot of fun, but I have no idea. And he was like, oh, that's because it's sort of a comic book from another comic book. <laughs> and I was like, oh, no context before I read it. Yeah. Cool. But I think that helped yeah. a lot. 
the context. Well, and I think so. I mean, also, it's a cute idea, especially early on in the run of Invincible. I always felt like that book uh, really kind of harkened back to why superheroes are fun and cool to read and like all that sort of stuff. And this book sort of st- stays in that same sort of genre where it's like, you know, it's just an amped up sort of goofy romp, you know? So, it's uh, really G.I. Joe-ish in a lot of ways. Uh, yeah, yeah, a bit. Yeah. You know, like Ninja Turtles, G.I. Joe. Yeah. Kind of a thing going on. <laughs> Yeah, okay. I, thought, I thought Ninja Turtles immediately. Yeah. Ninja Turtles, and surprisingly enough, The Fly. But I think that's oh, just I can because see that. they went into the whole pod thing and came yeah. out mm-hmm. fucked up. So yeah, I right. especially the other another dog. But yeah, yeah. So. Uh, side note: um, I know this doesn't really apply to anyone but me, but I was at Target the other day and they have uh, recreated the original He-Man uh, action figures, which was like mm. my jam when I was five years old. Like I. Find Fucking loved that shit, and um, I, I, I am almost kicking myself that I didn't buy it. But that's how it goes. I was surprised. It's I was surprised. okay. I know. It's what happens when Kevin you like Smith's clean up all your comic book collection. You, uh, you start going, oh wait, maybe I don't need to buy more shit. That's growth, kids. That's what that is. That's growth. It's growth. You mean I don't need to buy comic books anymore? No, no I'm not saying that. You I'm have saying, a whole room. yeah. I keep buying comic books. I'm just going to buy less toys. So right. when when I was a kid, I got a spanking for watching uh, He-Man because I wasn't allowed to. It was like the evil, evil show that no one should ever watch. And now as a kid, you know, a spanking for us was we had a piece of wood said the uh-huh. Board of Education written on it, and that was just bare butt, like five or six whacks. Yeah. And I remember I was like, I was, I knew I shouldn't watch it, but my grandpa was over and he didn't care. So he was like, uh-huh. oh, we should watch this He-Man show. I'm like, okay, let's do it. And then my mom walked in like 20 minutes later and I was, that was the most trouble I think I ever got in before I came out. So yeah, that, that was where He-Man was on their level of evil. Have you seen the uh, four non-blondes video with He-Man? It's set to? No. Oh, you're missing out. Go to Blackacre Brewing and say you're not over 21 and it is a delight. Blackacrebrewing.com. You're not over 21. It'll redirect you to this video. It is absolutely delightful. How did you discover this? (laughs) (laughs) I was about to ask the same thing. Show your work, Todd. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we don't need to worry about that. No, I want to know what happened. How did that happen? Someone told me to go to that website once and say you're not over 21 and see what happens. I'm sure it was a subreddit somewhere. That's me. It was a very boring story, but this is very amusing. So now I feel like I want to have a Are You Over 21 on our website. Pause this show, watch that, then come back. All right, like for for normal people or for us? For everyone. Everyone. (laughs) Brian's like, now we're back. But if we pause it now, then it makes editing harder for Brian. Yeah. I mean, if anything makes it harder for Brian to edit, it's almost always Todd. So. And here I thought it was me being an asshole. You know what makes it hard for Brian to edit? Brian. That's who makes it hard for himself. Because he says, future Brian will edit that out. And then guess what future Brian does not do? He does no, not edit those things out. Sometimes I leave it in just because I think it's funny to have future Brian. Oh, you mean like to today where we got, I listened to the uh, this week's episode where after the episode was done and everyone said goodbye, you let, like you and Todd went off on this like tangent about, I don't even know what the fuck it was about. And I was like, why are we still recording this? And yeah. you were like, uh, cause I think it's music. And I'm like, oh my God, I remember this evening. <laughs> Um, you know the funny thing about that is that audio clip is what I turned into a TikTok. So uh, there's an animated version oh. of that conversation. I do, oh I do love that sound clip. Yeah, I need, I need to go. Neat. 
Was it that one, or did you mean you made one for him today? Sorry, my boss was... No, I made one for it. It hasn't posted yet. I'll probably post okay. it tomorrow or the day after. Because I was listening to it at the end. Like I was, I do the same thing, driving around to, for work. I listen to it. Just so I can, like, t- on these shows, be like, Hey, Lane, remember when I fucked up and did this stupid thing? <laughs> yeah. And uh, that last, like, 40 seconds, I was like, Oh, my God, this would be, like, the best TikTok. And I was going to tell you about it, and then I got sucked into hell. Uh, yeah. And, yeah, but... Oh, God. I immediately so thought like, this should be our next one. I'm literally yeah. listening to the, all of you, and I'm just like, Why are we still recording? Like, how is it we're still recording this? <laughs> so... Yeah. Okay, I mean, usually so it's because you can't find the button, right? Yeah, normally. We're not... Uh, I'm sorry, Ellen. We're not talking about the book, but the book isn't bad. Back to it. I no. didn't know like I you guys had mentioned that it was like a book within a book kind of thing yeah yeah before but I didn't really pay any attention because I don't really care and so I read the book and as its own little complete story it wasn't bad it wasn't difficult to get through we've read short stories before where I've been like oh god this was such a chore and I just wanted to throw this book (laughs) out the fucking window and this one was at least like oh it's cute and um and the whole like the way that they that he ages and then he goes back in time or he it's not well yeah he goes back in time to go up with those weird looking alien things mm-hmm. uh, to fix what they need fixed so that he saves the world essentially but it was just um like it was a cute little story and that's why when i was done reading it i'm like just gonna make sure i read the whole thing here i, I like yeah. this super short and that's when i saw all the stuff about invincible and there was like an actual part of them in the comic book shop where he's like yeah i haven't been in a while most of them are science dog and i was like uh-huh. oh that's cute okay yeah so the other thing i think is really amusing as you mentioned that because i'm 90 sure it's only these two issues but my trade on the spine says volume one it does like- so there it was it's been this whole thing where people have even said that the first volume came out in 2011 but uh-huh. there's no there's been nothing talked about yeah, no volume two coming so yeah, yeah it's very interesting and I'm sure that's just an amusing joke on their own, yeah. you know? It is, because but it's I, also, where do I begin? Volume one is where you begin, even if it's just one volume. Yeah. It's I only two it's just, issues. Yeah. Right, yeah. right. But we, we, we talk about the um, craziness of trade dress and being able to recognize what order does shit even go into. Yeah. And saying it's a volume one, even if it's just a one and done, is still start here. Yeah. So, well, Todd, what are your thoughts on the book? Yeah, um, what's interesting, like Ninja Turtles and that kind of a thing is very much there as a comic book within a... It feels like a comic book within a comic book Mm -hmm. in that it's not... It's trying... It is... um, felt like watching a Saturday morning cartoon recap Yeah, is really what it felt like going through here. And and it's not insulting it in that way. It's just, it's very much captured that kind of light airiness. We talk about how short it was, but Saturday morning cartoons with commercials were like 18 minutes. Mm -hmm. And this was like reading an 18 minute Saturday cartoon. And they re-explain everything as it says like, oh, you haven't seen this character? Here's the villain. Oh, I am your villain. Remember how this Mm -hmm. happened? And Science Dog even goes, I never get tired of it when you say that every time. Yeah, I, I love <laughs> yeah. that story. It's great. I love that story. It happens every time. So it's a, it's the ultimate. You know, your um, every comic's someone's first comic, and on the flip side, every comic could be someone's last comic. But this is treating every comic someone's first comic into a yeah. world of comic books inside comic books, <laughs> and. 
it's um, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. And all of the tropes, like, oh, as I was in another dimension fighting this monster where many months had passed, but it was just 40 minutes. And it's just going through all these story constructs and pro tropes. Rapid fire. Mm -hmm. It was like playing a lightning round of story yeah. as you were going through this. And it was just all going through here. But it was all very lighthearted and fun. Mm. And it was fine, right? Yeah. I mean, it's it's not any deeper than what it looks like. Mm. No, for sure. I do think so, it was there's, something, there's something to be read into, though, and I don't. I like to find meaning where there isn't any, but I love the uh -huh. idea that every time he went back as, like, his older self, he couldn't save the day, but really what he had to do was, like, go as his older self and deal with the other problem because present-day him was really who had to save the day, and I just mm -hmm. kind of like that idea that, like, you think that if you could go forward in time you could come back and save whatever the moment is, but really, like, present day you is the appropriate hero. And I like that he figures that out in a really weird way. All right. That's a very deep and lovely answer. I know. I find meeting where there isn't any, and it's fine. No. Saturday morning cartoon. That feels like something Amy would have brought to the table on that one, <laughs> don't you think, Todd? I'm sure she would have. Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, Amy and I talk a lot. Yeah. Uh, Adam, what are your thoughts? So, first off, I fucked up my uh, the name of my backup drinking game rule. It should have been, let's do the time warp again. Ah, there you oh. go. Yeah, much better than the the reusing of my of my drink name. So the fun thing with this is that I I did Invincible when we did it for the show, and I actually went and grabbed all of them from Comicsology. So they were either on sale or it was on Unlimited for like the whole series mm -hmm. up until like book fifteen or sixteen. So I know it's a long series. Yeah, which I still have yet to read. Uh, but I did watch the 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 Amazon or Hulu, whichever one it was, Invincible, and I don't think Science Dog ever really gets mentioned. Or maybe it was in passing or there was a comic book on his shelf. But I did know, hey, this is part of the Invincible Universe. But the fun thing, like, it's kind of already been mentioned, is, like, you don't need to know that. Like, you can look into this, be like, oh, this is kind of fun. And then maybe you'll go online and Google Science Dog. And then, oh, it's from this thing Invincible. Maybe I should get into that now. So, Todd, I think you said it perfectly that this could very well be a great starting place for someone with comics. I mean, we, we've talked a lot uh, over the last couple of weeks especially about, hey, so if you want to get into this or you want to get into manga or if you want to do comics, maybe you shouldn't jump into Akira or you shouldn't jump into Watchmen. This is kind of like your your introduction. Uh, and I, think I need to fun. say I really hate when people go I want to read comics, let me start with Watchmen. And I don't want to be a gatekeeper about it, but it's, Watchmen's not a great first comic. I didn't like yeah. it the first time I read it, and I've been reading comics for a while. Sure, sure. And also yeah. with Science Dog, you're like, oh, that's a dumb name. And then you go through Iron Man, Batman, Super Man. <laughs> yeah, Science Dog's about right. Yeah. So Ant-Man. 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 <laughs> so it's it, no, it's a, it's a fun light read. It's it's cute. It's funny. Uh, it, it's a great way to kind of reinforce, like I said, comic tropes, the nudge, nudge, wink, wink. It's not going to change your life. And will you ever go back and read it again? Eh, most likely not. But it really does serve its purpose. It exists mainly for the people who knew about Science Dog, I would think, from Invincible and want to have some fun with it because this is kind of... You finish the series, now you're rehashing some you know, some favorite moments, kind of reminiscing type thing, while also poking fun at itself. And I like the fact that it didn't take itself so seriously, because it did in the sense that, oh, we gotta save the universe, we gotta travel back in time and self-sacrifice from a talking dog. That yeah. like like you mentioned, like, oh, I always love when they tell this story. Ha 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 ha. 
So it was cute. It was interesting. Not something you can read over and over again, but it, it does a great job for what it is. And I, I think they, they were, it was fantastic for that. Yeah, sure. And it also helps that the writer of this is his own publisher. Yes, that's awesome. So he just did it for the Lark as much as yeah. anything. What's funny is this almost feels like it should have been the free comic book issue for two years in a row on free comic book day. Oh, that could have been fun. Yeah. Because then you get the first chapter and you're like, oh my God, what happens? And then the next year it's like, oh, they made a second one kind of thing. Because from my experience with free comic book day, they really don't do that. They It's kind of like a one and done. That's it. I think it would have been kind of fun to do a to be continued and like, well, when's this going to come out? What's going on? And then all of a sudden a year later, you're like, that's those assholes. Look yeah. what they did. So. I was going to say, I always love things that um, let you live in the world of the books or characters that you like. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's why we do things like theme parks. It's why we do things like... I don't know. Go to a movies, movies pop-up uh, yeah, restaurant. Yeah, like go live in those moments. So I think it's fun that they found a way to like let you live the same mm-hmm. life as the people in Invincible. Isn't that basically... Isn't that basically... Oh, God, the Harry Potter one. The one that just came... The, the ones that just came out that are... Oh, the, like Fantastic Beasts yeah. and the Quidditch was, through the years. Or Quidditch yeah, those, those were all like exactly. things that were mentioned in Harry Potter, and then they ended up turning them into shit that people could could then experience as well. So yeah, because Warner Brothers yeah. has no creative properties behind their brains, and they need money. <laughs> yes, but people still watch it. And the first still... Fantastic Beast wasn't bad until it was Johnny Depp at the end. And I yeah. didn't do the second one because I refuse to watch Johnny Depp in anything anymore because I'm over him. Find someone else. He's a good actor, but he's not God's gift to acting. Find someone else. Anyone else. I bet you liked him in Chocolat. I've never watched it. I don't really like Johnny Depp. He's not like, I don't like, I know women who are like, oh my God, he's so sexy. He's so this, he's so that. And I'm like, he kind of looks like a jackass. He's a backwoods kid from Kentucky. Well, but. And he looks like it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just, well, he, he looks like, he just has this, like, pompous kind of thing about him. But even then, I, in reality, there's probably, out of all of the movies he's done, maybe four total that I actually really liked him in, or I liked in general. So it's just like, as soon as I saw Colin Farrell turn into him, I was like, fuck this movie. I was pissed. So, <laughs> So in summation of Science Dog, don't hire Johnny Depp. (laughs) I think I want to guess which four Johnny Depp movies you liked. That should be a quiz, huh? Cry Baby. My sister loves it. Yes, go ahead. All right, we've got Cry Baby. I bet you liked not Taurus. No. The first um, Pirates. Yes. The first Pirates. Edward Scissorhands? No. Wait, for who? For me or Todd? You, but you both said Edward Scissorhands. No, no I one said, said Edward. Edward. Wait, oh, stop. You both said something at the same time <laughs> again, and I can't hear you. Ed Wood. No. You'll never guess it. You'll never get my favorite movie that Johnny Depp Dark was Shadows. in. Shadows. Yoga no. Hosers. No. I need never Yoga Hosers, fuck you, Todd. <laughs> <laughs> Is it Finding Neverland? No, I I did watch um, that movie, but no. That's not Donnie a bad Brasco. movie, but I forget he was. What? Nope. This uh, is a fascinating thing. I don't know if it's going to make it in the actual episode, but it's... No, 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 but this is really interesting on who likes what, when, yeah. where. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, Academy, keep going. Uh, oh, Lone Ranger. No, God, no. <laughs> no one liked that movie. I have Rango. such a fun story about that, but I cannot tell it on air. No, you know my problem is he blamed the fact that the critics panned him, and that's why the movie didn't make any money, and it was a great movie, and I was like, you're a white guy. 
guy playing a native. Shut the fuck up. Also, the movie is just horrific on so many levels. I didn't watch it. I refused. I saw the trailer. So, and I was no. like, Army Hammer's pretty, but I'm out. And apparently, talk about but between Army Hammer and Johnny Depp, between fucked up, Army wins. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I'm gonna cut all of this out, but um, I Go did for the it. What uh, about, uh, Benny and June. That's it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, my favorite movie that Johnny Depp is in. I also uh, like um, What's Eating Gilbert Grape. Oh, that's a good. Oh, one. Yeah. I really like that movie. So the so oh, I mean, gosh. Like, I really like. I oh, love sad. Benny and June. I love What's Eating Gilbert Grape. I liked the first Pirates. Um, there's only one line in in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory I actually like is when he first walks out and he's like, "Good morning, Starshine." There it says hello. And I was like, <laughs> Yay! That's the only part. And then, um, it, yeah. It, and Crybaby, I liked it when I was younger, and then when I watched it recently, I can barely get through the fucking movie. It's just mm-hmm. really hard, and it's not even just because it's, I mean, John Waters is whatever, but like, I can still watch the original Hairspray, and I love it. And it can't be just like, like Crybaby is, but it, the Crybaby's hard to get through. And 21 Jump Street was a terrible show. But the movie was fun. I've never watched the movie. I don't oh, know. he's it was at actually the really best fun. cameo. He's at the best cameo in the world in it. Oh, really? Well, except also, for, uh, what's his face? Uh, Tom Cruise in Tropic Thunder. That I'll give you. And I don't like Tom Cruise, but that was funny. Uh, but yeah, I, I just, I think he's overrated as an actor. I just, he just, he rubs me the wrong way in almost everything he's in. So yeah, those are my four. Cool. So sorry. Right, Johnny Depp. Okay, so sorry, um, sorry, future Brian. We'll see how much that lasts. Uh, so, that. Okay, so we're gonna go around the room. We're gonna do grades, and everyone's gonna list uh, their uh, favorite Johnny Depp movie as oh, we go around. No, okay, we're not gonna do that. Fine. The Ninth Gate. No. Because oh. <laughs> you're gonna get answers. The like tourist. This. Don't, don't ask him. Okay, no, Todd. Just the grade. That's all we want. What do you? What, what's your grade? <laughs> I give it a B. Okay. Uh, Adam. Uh, I'm going to go with a B as well, and I'm going to say either Sleepy Hollow or Sweeney Todd. Okay. I do like Sleepy Hollow. Uh, Ellen? Uh, I'm going to give it a B, too. I think it's it's solid and fun, but definitely not going to like really make you think. Okay. And I refuse to pick a favorite Johnny Depp movie because... I couldn't possibly. Oh, I didn't he do like one with that. Gwyneth Paltrow? That was something else. I'm sure. I'm sure was. it was terrible. That's two crazies, you know, in, in the basket. That's yeah, great. it was some goofy. It was like Moldavo or whatever the hell it was called. Yeah, I, I heard like, like he did He wore earbuds the entire time so people would tell him the lines to say because yeah. he never read the script beforehand. That's horrific. I don't like that at all. It makes me very angry. Yeah. <laughs> Prim gives the book an A plus. Oh, Prim loved it. Okay, she said good. buff dogs for life. Yeah, I don't know if you can hear her in the background, but she's she's down for it. I think we're gonna get her a little uh we're gonna get her a little science dog poster to put on her crate. Uh so she can, you know, look at science dog when she's uh when she's in her crate. It'll be great. I wanna send you guys that text of the dog from last month going, Week. Are you done yet? Yeah, no. I don't know if Ellen will ever talk to you after last week's book, uh, but uh, Lena, what is your grade? Uh, I'll go with the B as well. It was a sol- it was solid, but you know, it was okay. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna sit with the B as well. Like it's it's fine on its own. Knowing that it's from Invincible is kind of a little bit of addition, but it doesn't necessarily change the book on its own significantly. Mm. Um, so yeah, there's that. Uh, and Prim, we got your vote. Prim, what's your favorite? What's your favorite Johnny Depp movie? Prim, what's your jo- favorite Johnny Depp movie? She says. Johnny Depp's too controversial, and she will not okay, that's, cater to you. That, that's a wise choice. <laughs> Mar- a very 
wise choice for him. She says she has a reputation to protect. Can, can, can you speak? Speak. Speak. Yes, speak. speak. All right, Prim, what's your favorite Amber Heard movie? <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> what, what, three days to kill? That's what I thought you said. If you want a fun the fact. Funny is she looks so happy in the camera. It's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> Because she really liked Aquaman. Um, so just a weird fun fact. So I was looking for Johnny Depp movies to kind of find some for Lena's thing, if it gets locked yeah. in. If you go to his Wikipedia for the dis- uh, for the filmography, it doesn't have one. It has a discograph- discography of all the different things he's been, like, done music for. So it doesn't have a list of all his movies. It has a list of all the times he's been on an album. So that's kind of Isn't gross. he in, like, Hollywood Vampire? Yeah, he is. Yeah. Or something. Yeah. But I just thought it was kind of funny that, you know, you wouldn't list, you know. Oh, if you want to go to filmography, you have to actually click on a different link. Yeah. Because oh, he's okay. been in so many fucking movies. Because yeah, everyone feels the, feels the need to just cast him in shit because he has so he's such a name recognition. And he apparently says yes to everything. But he has Jackson. a fucking alimony to pay. He likes that, That's a lot of alimony money. That is true. Well, he just... Oh, shit. I feel like I'm being very harsh and I feel bad, kind of, but like... Don't feel bad. He has a lot of money. I know. And it's not like anyone's ever going to listen to this anyway, like that he would ever listen to this. <laughs> but like... Johnny Depp is actually our number one listener. He, is, he comments uh, on everything. He's like, I fucking love science He's going to be yeah. so upset with me is what's going to yeah. happen. It's going to be him Johnny, and Ryan You Ollie. messed up when you left your last one, Paradise, whatever, the French one. Shouldn't have left your French girl. That's the one that he had that uh, the daughter was with, right? The one yes. that's an actress now, whatever her name is. Yes, Lily Depp. Lily. That, the one that looks like Helena Bonham Carter, by the way. When you, when you look at her and you look at Helena when she was young, Younger, I'm like, you guys kind of look the same, and it's kind of freaking me out. I do so, love yeah. Helena. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I had something. I don't remember it anymore. It's gone. Uh, so, so next week we are going to be reading Battle Pug because what do you need in a barbarian battle other than a pug? Uh, I, it's, I'm kind of excited about this. This is one I've wanted to read for a while. It's goofy and weird, and I I, I haven't read it, so I'm excited for it that. It makes as much sense as Tyrion Lannister in armor. I mean, the sure. sword's going to go over um, his head, but still. <laughs> I, I'm lost. Yeah, Game of Thrones, I think. So we should also, though, make sure we mention which Battle Pug graphic novel we're doing because there's two main ones. Yes, I think we're. I'm, I have the Compugdium, uh, which I believe is all the original stuff that they did as a webcomic, and then they later, I think, semi recently, have started a series. But we're reading the original like webcomic stuff that is collected. As yeah, because the second one's called like Saves or Kills Winter or something like that, and it's yeah, it's different. So, so a little thing to interject. I'm going to steal an X96 bit of things that must go. Yeah, and it's renaming Omnibus or anything like this, like this Venom. Omnibus for Venom uh-huh. or Compendium for Compendium. It's uh, adorable. Stop. I'm so stop. excited. I love it. I don't know what <laughs> we're talking stop. about, Todd. You sound like it's a curmudgeon so right now. <laughs> Old man doesn't want anything to change. <laughs> Welcome the new, Todd. Welcome the new. Compendium. Todd's outside Compugium. screaming at clouds. Damn it, that was my joke. Get off my <laughs> lawn. I was going to say, what are you talking about, Todd? You're like the king of dad jokes. That's like the epitome of that kind of shit. That's true. It really is. <laughs> well, yeah, but dad jokes I don't really change say, anything. Adam says more dad jokes than I do. I send them for you. <laughs> but 
Adam does I learned it by watching you. <laughs> well, no, I've been oh, now I need a... Uh, yes. So, apparently, did you hear about the, the controversy with the Harley Quinn TV show? Like, the cartoon? No. Oh, Batman won't go down on Catwoman. They won't yeah. let... They won't do a scene where they'll let Batman go down on Catwoman. I guess For that was the they wanted to do. Yeah. Yeah. So, there's been just a ton of great because jokes. heroes don't do that. Like, and the best one I saw was that you see Batman there with Catwoman, and all of a sudden, Alf comes up in the Batman costume and pushes him away. He's like, I got this. Don't worry. <laughs> That's my best one I've seen today. <laughs> that oh, is fucking fantastic. Yeah, I'll, I'll send it to That's the group awesome. while we're talking. Oh, God. Uh, well, well, yeah. we're, that, we're going out on that one, I guess. Uh, <laughs> Heroes don't do that. Uh, yeah. Anyway. They sell toys and they don't want parents to freak out and not have kids buy toys. If kids are watching the Harley watching Quinn this. series, you're yeah. a bad parent. Bad parent. Bad yeah, I'm sorry. It doesn't matter. Yes. Like, no, no kid should be watching this freaking show. <laughs> also, welcome to Comprehensive Sex Ed, where we teach more than just penetration. I'm so sorry. I well, think no, and I'm sure they'd fine. be totally fine with her going down on him. Right? Whatever. My feminist is coming out. Now I'm starting well, to Well, no, right. okay. no, in slight defense, they just I'm showed right a picture of his wing and the world came to an end. That's true. true. We've never seen that Batman's wing? No, you have, actually. No, we did. And the world came to an end. It was like a huge that. thing. Yeah, so, so it was yeah. Batman, Batman oh, damned. Oh, yeah. In the original issues. <gasps> yeah, 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 you told me about this because yeah. you were like, be careful, there's a bat penis in there. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that was a warning. Usually the book's like, okay, there's like this thing on this page that you might not want to see. Like, usually it's, I don't know, a dead dog, Todd. Uh, <laughs> he was like, bat penis warning. And I was like, that's a lot. So what's, what's so funny with that book is that I, when it came out, it was like a week later or something like that. And I was at Dr. Volt's picking up my hold and I was talking to one of my friends. I think it was Andrew. And I was like, yeah, it's so funny. I would buy one. And I just think it's hilarious, but they're out of print. And he's like, oh, no, we have one left. Are you serious? He's like, yeah, here, go for it. And I'm like, sure, why not? Just because I think it's hilarious and that it, it'll never exist ever again. Not that I ever want to go flip it no. or sell it. I just, I like the fact that I have it in my closet. And honestly, I wasn't a big fan of the damn series, so I'll probably never read it again. But it is kind of fun to flip it open and go, <laughs> penis. Battle wing. <laughs> it is a battle wing. wang. <laughs> Almost as good as a bat puree. Oh, that was pretty oh, good. Oh, God. <laughs> That was good. What they should have done was they should have done it instead of Batman Dan. They should have slipped it into like an issue of the Batman 66 series because then they could have run with those jokes. (laughs) Oh, it looks like you're bat of wings out there, Bruce. (laughs) (laughs) Time to do the bat to see again. Holy thing. And they'll do it while they're climbing up the the building (laughs) where it's like sideways, but it's not. That show is brilliant. I don't know why we don't write a comic about Batman's penis, because you clearly have all the ideas that I'm here for. <laughs> and that's the thing is that he's actually, when he, so when he's uh, the Batawang, he's actually uncut because that's his cowl. So that's his Oh, wow. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> it's upsetting and impressive how much thought you've given this. I literally thought of it two seconds ago, the moment you said we should draw a comic. I mean, the title would be Batawang, the cape, the cowl, the balls. <gasps> oh, my gosh. <laughs> hey! <laughs> okay, and on that note, I feel like... Is he the caped coxator? <sighs> <laughs> the bat and two robins? <laughs> <laughs> His biggest enemy isn't the Joker, it's the scalpel. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> or the rabbi. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the rabbi. Yeah, yeah, 
Here's my powers of vasectomy! Oh no! Oh god. I don't know how much that's gonna stay. I don't know if that's gonna keep. He loses a fight to the rabbi and comes Neither home and if I come home and like Alfred's like, you look a bit shorter tonight, sir. Oh, Jesus. Tell that to the penguin. <sighs> There's a joke about uh, biting a nose with a penguin that I won't go to. Well, so. Adam, I had it, like, it's too late now, but so, like, I had a <laughs> response to your line. It's like, you look a little bit shorter, and uh, you, you could just respond with, Moil, do I? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's also, I was in the pool. <laughs> <laughs> it was cold. It's not my fault, it was the bris. <laughs> then you got Catwoman there, she's like, it shrinks? <laughs> Okay. Oh, we anyway, go let's go out here. Prim really wants to go out, so we're gonna we're gonna call this. Uh, so can you speak? Speak. Speak. Says, I'm a grower, not nope. a shower. Yeah. Speak. speak. There speak, we speak. are. Okay. She's really mad because she knows we don't have treats, so she keeps looking at Brian like you're making me do the work for nothing. Yeah. You? yeah. You're out of treats. That's stupid. Oh no, we just don't have them in the office. Yeah. Ah. Uh, uh, so. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you everybody for joining us. Uh, we'll be back next week with Battle Pog and probably more Battle Wang jokes. Yes. Uh, until next time, we will see you all later. Bye. Bye. That was impressive. It's sad to become this like com- like competition every week. He dropped his Battle Wang. All I know is even Prim seemed to have gotten in on the on the buy. <laughs> <That's true. laughs>